There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Murder. Sometimes anger is the only motivation someone needs to take a human life. On November 24th, 1964, an angry young man set out to get his revenge on the man who he believed was ruining his life. So if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. In the year 1964, Glenn Sabre Valance, born Graham Paul Fazer on February 11th, 1943, was a 21-year-old Australian man in a hot dispute with his 37-year-old boss, Richard Strang, over his wages. According to Glenn, he worked for Richard once and was fired after being accused of theft and was never paid what he was owed. Richard, believing the man had stolen from him, started legal proceedings against Glenn, who, in addition to believing he was lying and costing him his earned wages, blamed him for having his car repossessed. Anger only grew by the day and came to a final breaking point for Glenn when he found Richard reading his private diary in front of amused farm workers. Vowing to get his revenge, in the early morning hours of June 16, 1964, Glenn, armed with a rifle, tied up three station hands at the Coon Rune property, entered the home of Richard and Suzanne Strang, and fatally shot the man who he hated while he slept soundly. Not finished getting his revenge, he then raped Suzanne right next to her husband's body. Finished, he fled into the night, having not touched the couple's two sleeping children. Suzanne called the police as Glenn drove towards Adelaide. He was captured a short while later at a roadblock with the murder weapon still in his car. Pleading insanity to the courts, Glenn Valance was found guilty of murder and sentenced to death by South Australian State Chief Justice Sir Mellis Napier on September 17, 1964. Though many initially wanted to see the young man reprieved, when the public heard about Suzanne's rape, they turned a blind eye and let the courts do what they needed to. Though there were some who still believed that, when Glenn made his way to that home in Bordertown, he went with the purpose of reasoning with Richard, but that at some point during his drive, he snapped and altered his plans. The Supreme Court of South Australia dismissed his appeals on October 9th, and another application made to the High Court of Australia was rejected exactly one month later. After this, Glenn allegedly said, No more appeals. Let me go. I can't live with what I've done. Resigned to his fate, preparations were made to send Glenn to the gallows on November 24, 1964. However, it was around this time that the public opinion was shifting against hanging, as many hoped to put an end to capital punishment altogether. Despite this, Glenn Sabre Valance was executed on that day in November and became the last man to hang in South Australia and the second to last to hang in Australia as a whole. Things kind of fizzled out as far as the case went until 2011 when Lillian Clavel, Glenn's half-sister and only 10 years old at the time that he was executed, published a book called A Tormented Soul, The Tragic Life of Glenn Sabre Valance, the last man to be hanged in South Australia. In it, she discussed her brother favorably and said that he suffered tremendously at the hands of his abusive mother. Though Lillian was shielded from the worst of the abuse by her father, Glenn had no father in his life to offer him the same protection as his mother burned his hands on the stove, 
put his face through a window, held a knife to his throat, and threatened to kill him if he ever took something out of the cupboard again. There were also claims of sexual abuse from not just the mother, but others at the boys' homes and orphanages that he was sent to. Though she knows her brother was guilty, she believes that the abuse led Glenn to the murder. Claiming his upbringing made him into a very angry young man, she says the abuse did not excuse him of his crimes, but that she did want to give context by writing the book. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to a terrible thing happened on November 25th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. It's time to take your body care routine to the next level. Introducing Osea's bestseller body care set, the perfect companion for your summer travels. This four-piece kit transforms dry skin to silky, soft, and glowing. It features travel sizes of Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil and Body Butter, clinically proven to improve skin elasticity, along with their anti-aging body balm and salts-of-the-earth body scrub. And to top it off, it's packed in a vegan leather bag, making it a must-have for all your summer adventures. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat yourself to glowing, healthy skin this summer with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, you can get the Best Sellers Body Care Set valued at $78 for 33% off. Use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at OCEAMalibu.com code SUMMER.